This is how it's going to start. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. It's me. It's Johnny Pemberton. Ooh, coming in very hot right there. Yeah, you are. Very hot. Uh, I have a new setup. I'm now facing... What is that? Uh, I think I'm facing north now. I'm facing north now. Before, I was facing south. Why did you start? Did a full 180 direction, phase change direction, orienteering. Um, you also started... what I call the bright side of COVID. It's uh, re- rearranging your... Um, Rearranging things inside your house Why for no you reason other than it's you know what it's actually great to do it. I should have done this a long time ago. You ever do that? Rearrange your uh, furniture, rearrange your stuff, and then your house, and you're like, "Man, this is great! It's the best! It's the greatest thing ever! I can't believe I didn't do this before." Uh, I've got a real unconventional setup here, but it's fucking flying. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. Does it sound like I'm really happy here in quarantine? I guess I sort of am, actually. Only because... Um, I, so here's the deal this podcast. Uh, Blair and I recorded a podcast on the Zoom digital online meeting app, which, um, man, I bet they had no idea they were ever going to be this popular, this, this chintzy little um, online meeting app being used for fucking everything now. We did that. I just took a sip of some hot tea. And uh, we did that. I recorded a nice little podcast for you. It's it's not gonna, you know, it's obviously you can't ever replace the in person uh, liveliness of a real podcast. I don't, I don't think you can. I don't. I don't like to. But this is a good one. We talk a lot about uh, quarantine and about the uh, the virus and just how we're feeling and all that kind of stuff like that. Because this was this recorded this last week, probably about five days ago or something like that. So. Um, yeah, I, I think that's good to have this. Uh, my idea here is to do uh, every other uh, week, do one that's like, hey, acknowledging the present, which is this one I feel like is acknowledging, hey, we're in this weird shit right now, and then have one that's like, hey, I'm not going to talk about it at all, except for maybe at the beginning to say, hey, I'm not going to talk about it at all, just to let you know I'm not talking about it at all, so you know that you know that I know that I know that I'm not 
I know that I know, but you know that I know that I know about it, but I'm not, you know, I'm not talking about it because we need a fucking break. Yeah, it's such a dominating thing everywhere you go, as it should be, you know? But at the same time, it's also, I think that uh, anytime you feel something, I think that um, you're not alone. If you feel like, oh, I would love to not think about something, you are definitely not alone. And I feel I'm a little tired of having to think about all things Corona-19, covid um, and uh, everything that has to do with that, I'm, little, I'm sick of it. It's very, uh, I find it to be grating, to be like a thing where, oh, I just want to have a little bit of a uh, looseness. I want to just fucking kick my shoe. You ever, you ever had a loose shoe on? You know, and you can kick it off, especially if it's a boot. God, a loose boot you can kick off, and maybe you can kick it onto someone's roof. And it's really funny because it's the evening, and you're a few drinks in, and it's like, kind of early summer maybe late summer i'm more of a proponent of early summer because it's you can just feel you just feel how much you got left so that's what i uh i'm striving for here obviously like i said this one we do talk about it but it's not like a super 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 heavy shit or anything like that um all that being said thank you for listening to the podcast i really appreciate it i hope this is a a good thing right now um also, if you want to check me out on YouTube, I'm, po- I'm posting more stuff on there now, obviously, for, for all the reasons that it's, they're very obvious. Uh, it's youtube.com slash justmynipples. I'm also trying to set up a Twitch stream. I actually, I have set up a Twitch stream, and I'm going to be tr- trying to do that a couple times a week. Um, that was sort of the whole thing about setting up the new office here or set up, rearranging everything so I can just basically come in here, close the door, or leave the door open, or just do whatever with the door. The door doesn't really factor into this. I don't know why I even mentioned that. I think it's more about opening the door. Come in here. I come in here through the doorway, open the door, I get in here. And then I can just stream on Twitch really easily. And that, that might, might that be sort of a version of the podcast? Yes. Might that be me playing video games on the PS4 Pro? Yes. <laughs> uh, snot just almost came out of my nose. COVID snot almost came out just now when I, when I laughed. I uh, also might be, I'm just going to set the camera up, the webcam up on a tripod and do some gardening stuff, uh, just sort of, you know, non-interactive, which is sort of antithetical to Twitch, but also who gives a fuck. I'm going to be simulcasting on YouTube too, so I know a lot of people have, they don't know what Twitch is or they have difficulty like, what is Twitch? And they don't get it, so they don't get it. Um, so I'll have it on YouTube for you. Um, techno anarchist or that's not anarchist I was gonna say anachronist but that's not right either anachronism is a it's like a cowboy hat in the 18 the 1200s <laughs> so I'm doing that and the twits twitch.tv slash just my nipples so that's everything's the same across the board which just makes it easy for me makes it easier for you you know I have to I talked to my brother the other day hi Jeff and he was like, oh, so is this that thing? Is it on, uh, where is it? And he is like anyone else where, you know, uh, he doesn't, because I haven't explicitly stated where stuff is and what, what things are, people get confused. And so I uh, forget that no one is a mind reader. So I'm just trying to make it as easy as possible to, to watch stuff and find stuff if you want to find it and watch it. There's also that. Uh, if you want to join the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash 
live to tape. That's patreon.com slash live to tape. I post a weekly thing on there called the chat blast every Monday morning. It's like a 30 to an hour long podcast. It's basically like, it's like this, but it's a little more uh, free form and weird and, um, it's just a lot of music. So I'll post mixes on there. There's a lot of stuff on the Patreon, actually. Uh, and I'm pretty sure you can you have access to all the old stuff when you join. Um, but also, I'm not sure. Um, maybe let me know. You'll find out. But I'm pretty sure you do. So there's all kinds of stuff on there for your for listening pleasure. Uh, yeah, I just want to talk about this freaking quarantine, you know. What are you doing? How do you do it? What's your what's your core method? I think I sort of figured it out a bit for, for myself personally, in the sense where I just started kind of like uh, thinking about it like this is this is how it's going to be forever, and uh, well, uh, I can't. Let me just talk normal here. I have sort of two ideas about quarantine and just this whole stuff in general. I think about it as a storm that has to be weathered, and if you have you have a storm. Storms can last a long time, and you just got to hunker down. And a lot of people freak out in a storm, and that's how they, they die or, like, you know, get hurt or whatever. Or also, like, scuba diving. Like, scuba diving is the only thing where if something bad happens to you, you have to, be, you have to really relax. Because if you don't, you end up getting yourself in worse trouble than you were to begin with because your heart starts beating faster, you're using more oxygen, you are, uh, you're accelerating the danger instead of slowing it. And I really feel like this is a similar situation where we have to be smart and slow about things as opposed to like brash and reactionary, and, which a lot of times does pay off like in certain things. But when you're in, in a certain environment, like scuba diving, <laughs> I just love that analogy. I don't know why. Because I think I learned, to, I learned to scuba dive with cave divers, guys who would, in Florida who would dive in these fucking freshwater caves, which is pretty much the most dangerous thing you can do on Earth. And those guys don't have the, um, what do you call it, the luxury of being able to just surface. I mean, if you just surface anyways, you're going to get bent. Which, But if you get bent, you know, you can go to a hyperbaric chamber and you can, you can decomp or whatever they call that shit. Um, you can do that. But if you're in a cave... Uh, chances are there's just there's all these bad things that can happen. And I always think about that because one time when I was learning to scuba dive in the pool, I freaked out because I couldn't clear my mask and I surfaced. And this guy who was this really experienced, I think he was from like somewhere in South America, not Mexico, but somewhere like cool South America. His name was Selchek. He was like, he sort of really calmly talked to me in the corner of the pool. He was like, you have to know that you cannot, you cannot do that. You cannot go to the surface like that because you're fucking going to get yourself killed. And he said it in such a calm way. He's like, we're going to teach you how to clear your mask in a way that, because uh, it's all about learning to breathe through your, your mouth and not your nose. It's all this kind of shit that's really interesting, but anyone can do it. It's like a thing where I'm really going off on this whole scuba diving shit here right now, but I just think it's such a great analogy. But he, he taught me, how to do that, and I and then I passed all the all the tests with flying colors because I he just really impressed it upon me how important it is to not freak out and do that kind of thing, and I really think that's just the the where we are right now, and in a way I kind of I kind of uh, I kind of love it because it's this thing where it's forcing all of us to be a certain to just think look think of things differently look at things differently kind of like. A, um, it makes you appreciate a lot of things more 
definitely for everyone. I'm sure everyone's feeling that. Uh, and it's also, I think it's a fun time too, where it's like, this thing I'm doing now is uh, where I decided I'm not going to wash. <laughs> this is the, I've got a lot of shit for this, by the way. But I decided I'm not going to wash my clothes, except for underwear if I have to. I'm just going to start wearing new weird stuff I never wear, like stuff that's in the closet or deep in a drawer. Like, okay, well, I, I don't have anything clean to wear except for this weird button-down shirt that's that's just, you know, it's fucking, I should give it away. I should have given it away a while ago. Or maybe it's in a bag that I've meant to donate to Goodwill, like, Two years ago, I just somehow it's still in my trunk. Some shit like that. I think that's the cool thing about quarantine is getting a chance to do weird shit like that. Like basically live like a live like a drunk or something like that. You know what I mean? It's also that. And I think it's a great time to uh, sort of like settle on a practice or something like meditation or anything like that. I've been doing that now. And I feel like it, this, it took this for me to get, really get back to my meditation practice the way it used to be. And uh, that's like a whole other thing in general. I suppose all that stuff is really, it's just such a great time for that sort of thing. So I just want to say that uh, I think if you're thinking about anything like that, it's a great time to do it instead of just think about it and uh, not get too bogged down with the, the, well, I mean, Blair says it, I think on the podcast here, um, maybe we'll be talking on the phone, I'm not sure, but she was basically saying how, you know, get off the fucking hamster wheel, which I really appreciate. And I, I think it took someone else to someone else saying that to me to uh, kind of think about that a bit. That's what's so great about right now is to have this opportunity to do stuff that you really just couldn't do normally. And finally, if you haven't yet, please rate and review the podcast and also subscribe to it so you get it uh, delivered to you all the time. It's been pretty regularly, a pretty regular output lately, so you don't want to miss... Don't want to miss the bliss. Do that. You can email the podcast if you need to at live to tape podcast at gmail.com. So without further ado, please enjoy a, a wonderful, stimulating conversation between myself and Blair Saki here on Live to Tape Podcast. Me, Daddy's Big Red Truck, owner, operator, driver, landowner, tire owner of Daddy's Big Red Truck, where we always put the hands on the branch at the Executive Buffet, downtown, uptown, any town, your town, USA. Thank you. How about now, Blair? Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Perfect. Okay. Cool. What's up? This is about it. I'm just sitting here. Mm. I'm using this Zoom. What's that? Both have beanies on. Yeah, I'm kind of cold. I feel like it's cold indoors right now. It's pretty frigid. Do you have a, you don't have a headset mic, do you? Like one of these? Um... I don't think so. How do you make phone calls then? Just hold the phone to your head? Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. I could check if there's one that could fit. Let me see. Might be a good idea. It might just sound better. Um, I, I got a pair on Amazon just because of this. I haven't tried them yet. Say that again. I got a pair on Amazon because right. just for this reason. 
Oh, so we'll try them out. They should just be plug and play, you know, you put them in there and that work. Right, right. Ooh. Plug and play, dog. Plug and play, put them in there. Why did that guy ask to ask about my mother's hip? I have no idea. I thought maybe that was something that I don't know about. Maybe he means about when her um when she tore her hamstring off wake surfing. Probably that, yeah. <laughs> tore it off or tore it? Um, she tore it off the bone. Hell yeah. Tore it off the bone. Ooh. Can you hear sound? me? I can. Yeah. So is it coming through here? Dow, 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 dow. <laughs> yeah, I have a microphone. Can you, can you test if it's the microphone, not the computer audio? Oh. Yeah, it's definitely that. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Yes. Da, 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 da. <laughs> ra, 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 ra. Oh my God, ba, I love Gaga. I got your poo-poo. I pee-pee this too. I got some poo-poo and it smells like a stew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I took a shit and threw it at you. Great. Okay. I want your love. Welcome to the podcast. We're starting now, I guess. Oh, cool. This is my drink. I'm drinking LaCroix, too. Check out what flavor this is, though. Whoa, coffee exotica? It's coffee and cola flavored. That's weird. It's actually pretty good. I mean, it's, yeah, it's good for like a, if you don't going to drink something sweet, it tastes like a sweet coffee. I'm drinking a mango. Let me see. Mango Crocs. Mango La Crocs. Looks pretty good. I'm going to stop recording on this other application just because it's giving me this weird feedback. And I'm just going to trust that the Zoom recording is good enough, okay? I'm so jealous that you know how to do audio stuff. I keep getting asked to do like record from my Zoom and I don't know how. Well, I think you just set it up. You just click like right now. I've never done it before, but it is recording right now. It says it is. And it says you can just uh, save it locally. I can show you. It's not that hard. I bet if you Googled it and looked up on YouTube, it would tell you how to do it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Have you done a lot of Zoom meetings? No, I get the Zoom, but I mean like the Zoom 6, like audio recording. Oh, that thing. Okay. Yeah. That I've been doing really easy to use. Stuff. That little guy's easy to use too. I can show you how to use it. It's not that hard. Okay. Yeah. I've been doing all my Al-Anon meetings on Zoom. Really? Yeah. Is that weird? How is that? Not really. It's not weird. I really feel blessed that they're available. Also, I've been thinking, you've probably been thinking this too, but like, mm -hmm. How crazy would it be to be sober right now? You mean like difficult? Yeah. I suppose, I think it would. You know what I was thinking actually is that um, obviously there's a bunch of comedians who are sober. Mm -hmm. A lot of my like, close friends. Yeah, it seems like a lot of them replace drinking with like doing tons of stand-up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like doing a set, two sets, three sets every night. And now that you can't do that, it makes me think a lot of them will either go back to drinking or doing drugs or they will lose their motherfucking minds. Yeah. I, um, I think I was like that for a lot, a long time too. Mm -hmm. It makes me think that part of um, being a human is like, if you are sober and you can't keep your shit together, it's kind of like, you know, you got to figure that out. Yeah. What have you been doing for your sanity? 
Um, I don't know. Actually, it's, I don't think this is actually hasn't been as hard as I thought it would be. I've been uh, gardening a lot. Uh, what kind of things have you been gardening? Just I'm not. I've been trying to like prep the garden, like doing a lot of like actual work that's not very interesting. Like I, I got these barrels, these wine barrels, and I have been stain. I've been uh, coating the insides and outsides of them with two different types of sealant so they won't rot. Damn, you're in your fucking element right now. I guess so. Yeah. I'm My also, dad was like gardening. He's like, we need to be sustainable. <laughs> he's he's right though. That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. I, I'm worried though because I ordered a bunch of seeds and they haven't come yet. I emailed the seed company and every seed company is super strapped. Like they're all have, oh. yeah, a couple of them actually shut down because they can't fulfill any more orders than they already have. Yeah, so, that's crazy. but here's the thing. One of my good friends, Patrick, he's been a guest in the podcast a bunch. He lives in Nashville with his partner. They have a huge garden. They're like uber hippies, like the real deal fucking hippies, you know? And mm-hmm. he's, he mailed me a bunch of seeds. They're going to be here on Tuesday. That's so sweet. I, I love, so lucky. Don't, you, don't you fucking love the kindness that's happening? Yeah, I, I know that a lot. I think there's a little bit of it's both incredible. though. incredible. I mean, there's some people who are super pissed and aggressive. And there's some people, some people who are the opposite. Like, well, yeah, I mean, there, there's people who are gonna, this is like, and who knows, we can only speak from today. We don't know what's going to happen to us either, but there's people that are at their fucking breaking point and like losing their minds, but I'm not trying to think about them because they're going through so much, but like, I mean, I am thinking about them, but, you know, I'm not trying to judge them. You know what I mean? Like people in line at the gun store today. Well, that's scary, but I'm thinking about all the kindness I keep noticing. It's so nice. Everyone is being so nice to each other. I love it. It's because they have to. Well, I think it makes you... um, It's a really weird thing when every single person on Earth is going through the same thing at the same time. Like... No really one has ever, that's never happened before. And it's so weird to have a, like, I feel to be having a shared experience mm-hmm. with these people, like a lot of people in my building, I've never really met before. And now I'm like getting to know them ironically when I have to be six feet away. But what do you, oh, so you're just talking to them, but far, far enough away. Yeah. Yeah. And just like, you know, I was trying to make sure my elderly neighbors had groceries and like, well, are they, they're staying in. I think they just have people helping them uh, and, my, they, and they're staying inside. My elderly neighbor just, he goes out about four times a day. <laughs> I know that's what's scary. Those people don't yeah. get it. And I talked to him over the fence a few, uh, yesterday because he was talking to me because he was having a tree cut down in the back that was touching the power lines. So it had to have it cut down. I got a couple pieces of palm wood too, so I can make a table of them later. But, um, really? Well, I'm gonna make like a little stool. Out of the How palm do you wood. know so much stuff about this stuff? I don't, I'm just going to do it. It's so it, cool. I love that. You, it's wood. But I like that. I really like the way that you maintain a connection with like, the earth and doing like um earthy non- shit yeah like uh yeah. i wouldn't say that's good. maintaining a connection though it's just something i'm really interested in like well, i'm not thinking me, about it that way i'm like oh man this is so much more interesting than anyone's stand-up special <laughs> that's what i think though <laughs> i like um 
like you're doing things with like your hands and like it's more like back to like um simple human shit so that's what i kind of hope that this is going to be i kind of hope it gets way, way worse so like everyone's sort of forced to do that you know i mean that's crazy i don't hope it gets way worse i don't know i can't i well it's gonna get way worse no matter how how i feel about it at all uh but i mean i hope it gets to the point where it's like this isn't just like a blip where people okay we made it through now we can go back to being assholes again you know something where it's long enough that people are um you know how that whole thing where it takes how long does it say it takes to establish a habit 21 days. 21 days but that's if you do it every day right yeah but there's all isn't it also something like six to eight weeks just for something else to like get ingrained in you like physically i guess i just mean like if people have to do this for five or six months then they won't go back to be to being shitheads as, as fast or maybe won't be able to be going back to being shitheads like with every i mean shitheads like how they act but just everything like the way we consume things the way we like um just everything in general yeah i mean i don't know i hope that doesn't happen but i do see like it is crazy i went for a hike today um hopefully i don't get arrested for saying that because um well not today it's not it's not banned yet is it and um the air was so freaking wasn't the trail closed it got closed um it was closed up until the observatory which really sucked because i want my hike goes way past the observatory so it was closed partially yeah but it was mobbed with people, wasn't it? No, there were no people because they wow. the, they officially tr- closed the trail supposedly Thursday night. The mayor. Oh, did. but so you did an illegal illegal walk? I guess so, but it felt great. <laughs> well, yeah, of course it did. The air felt so clean. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I wanted to go all the way to the top and do the six mile one. Yeah, that's a pretty big hike. Have you been doing any creative shit? Uh, a little bit. I've been doing like I've been trying to journal every day, and I've been uh, looking. To at remember some... this time, it's gonna be cool. Yeah, I keep thinking that, but at the same time, it's also when I'm writing, I'm kind of like, it's not that cool. It's more just strange. It's like that. It's almost like a hurry up and wait sort of situation where you think about it, like if if a city was under siege or some crazy shit was going on in the past, like if you're in a war, you're mm-hmm. in with you're bunkered in with people. There's all this like group mentality and like togetherness, but now it's the opposite. It's this thing where instead of getting through this together, we're literally all getting through this alone. I mean, I don't know. That's an over, that's a bit reductive in my opinion. Well, <laughs> like yes and no physically, but I see people banding yeah. together. Like I've really been examining my own like relationship to service. I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to get more involved in like things that I, like, I'd really love to do something with young girls. Um, Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to, it was too good of a setup. I had to say it. <laughs> like, I don't know. And I was like, should I start making ass in my apartment? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not you, sure. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, it makes you feel like uh, there's more you can do than just serving yourself. Yeah, and, like, mm-hmm. I've also, um, like, 
thought about how comedy is like uh affects people like mm -hmm. um it is a service also like like all these people keep messaging me just telling me how like my dumb tweets or something make them have like a laugh and i'm right. like wow it does like affect people you know oh, yeah it does for sure but now it's like this new paradigm where who knows how it's going to be and when it will be how it is when it is the way it is when it's new yeah i realize what i realized i haven't felt um it's weird because I started to feel really good about my career before this happened. Yeah, we're talking about this before, yeah. Yeah, and then, like, I was supposed to find out about, like, four things the week that this all went down. Yeah. And, um... No mas. Yeah, and I finally got, like, a part on a cartoon. Oh, and, really? Yes. What and, is it? Um, you talk I'll about it? Oh, tell me later. Yeah, tell me later. And, um, just, like... I don't know, but that's not been my main concern. And now since I've been in quarantine, I'm like, oh, okay, I should probably think about like getting a boyfriend. <laughs> Weren't you thinking about that before anyways? I mean, not really. Like oh. I want a boyfriend and I want to get married, but I don't do anything. <laughs> like I don't take any Meetings. participation in making that happen. I don't know, what is it? I thought you went on dates and stuff. Doesn't that count? I went on a few dates in December. <laughs> that was December? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then January and February, I was like, my life is so fucking busy. I'm never going to have a, a free moment again in my life. And now you have more free time. <laughs> yeah. I supposed to do a meeting with someone, like a Zoom meeting with someone, maybe to work with them potentially and they emailed me saying when are you available and i haven't written back yet but i'm gonna just write literally anytime whatsoever is next i'm they have i have no unavailability i have no unavailability <laughs> next week at all it's yes so and weird no, like, though. i have nothing to do yes yes but like today i had this podcast and then i have like a twitch comedy show later i have faded later so like oh they're doing that still I, I think it's just probably talking shit or whatever. But then, like, another, God. yeah. I don't know about those live comedy shows. Something about that feels, I mean, I'm just going to say this, but you can, you can, obviously, you should have a counterpoint. But it really feels like a lot of live comedy shows now, like live streaming comedy shows, are more for the comedians than anyone else. Oh, really? I yeah. think it's just a live podcast, basically, is what it is. Okay. People are doing material on them. But they're not, there's not really going to be an audience. Well, I don't know. Like, all those faded people are so diehard, you know. Like, they have a community. Yeah, but, I mean. They don't even announce lineups, and their show is, like, packed every week. But it's a show. It's not a live stream. I don't know. We'll see. I just really think it's more for the comedians than it is for the, than the, than the uh, people watching. Because it's, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, com comedy, comedian therapy, like. Oh, I can go and be in front of people and be a ham for a little bit. Maybe, just so I don't, I, don't I don't lose my mind. Well, I haven't participated or watched one, so I really don't know. That should say something right there. What? I'm not going to be watching them. This is what like fans like. I don't know if they like it. Who knows? Who cares? Well, 
I mean, you should care a little bit, right? Oh my God, Johnny, I'll kill you. Why? Because I'm saying to be eating? smart. What have you been eating? I just ate eggplant parm and a Caesar oh, salad. That's good. That's yeah, really good. I had to. Buy it. No, I de- had it delivered. I was so hungry. I, I got like really hung over by accident. Have you ha- have you at any point thought that you've had the virus? Yes, uh, I'm I'm almost certain I have, and so has Britt. But there's no way to know unless right. we want to get tested, which I kind of feel like we don't we shouldn't get tested because there's so few tests right now. That right, right. But, but I do want to know. Better? She's doing perfect now. She's a hundred percent. Thank God. But so, you think she had it? I mean, I don't know. It kind of seems like she did, but at the same time our symptoms were pretty severe and I think maybe we wouldn't have had the thing is, is everything I've heard about it. And I feel like I've done a pretty good amount of reading uh, is that the symptoms vary so much between person yeah. to person. Cause it's such a new virus right, right. is that you really can't know if you had it or not, unless you get tested because there's, I've known people who have, um, yeah, everyone has, it presents differently in everyone. So you just don't know. Right. I, just, I, I hope I had it though. I really hope I had it. I think my mom, when she was so sick and I got really freaked out. When was this? This was like six weeks ago. Uh-huh. And she had full pneumonia, like in the hospital, Damn. the headache, the fever, everything. They're but out they of said, nowhere. Yeah, they said she didn't have it though, because mm-hmm. um I forget why they told her, but now looking back at it, she could have easily had it, and I was fully exposed to her. So how, I don't know. How did uh, your mom, th- if she did get it, how do you think she was exposed? Because that was quite a while ago. I have no idea. So I mean, yeah, that's she yeah. was traveling before though. She was where, like New Zealand. Oh well, I mean, that's a pretty good possibility. She probably went through a couple major airports at that point. Yeah, and my dad and. I don't know, but then a few days ago, just the last couple of days, I woke up feeling better today, but I was feeling like this deep exhaustion that mm-hmm. I don't normally feel because I've been working out every day of quarantine. Yeah. And I was like, I have it. I have it. And then I woke up feeling and Rosebud was like, You don't you don't have it. You just you have just, anxiety. Yeah, that and probably just from working out a lot. Yeah, maybe that's it. But it felt different and I got uh, scared. It's so weird now. Any little thing you're like, I have it. I don't I don't know. Brit drank some lemonade the other day and got a sore throat and she thought she she got sick. I was it turned out it was just the fucking lemonade. Because it was that so acidic. So good. Well, it was so acidic. You know how sometimes super acidic lemonade can kind of burn your throat? So yeah. she thought she had the corona because of that. Oh my god, I love that. I I also have a liter of orange juice in my um in your in, trunk in of my your car fridge that I've been threatening to drink because I love orange juice so much and I haven't popped it open yet. Why drink it? I know. What are you saving orange it for? Orange juice is a luxury. Is and it? you know what? You know what's what? been really good? What? Mexican Coke. Oh, see, I'm not, I'm off uh, no Coke for all of Lent. Oh, I forgot you're Catholic as hell. That's why I had eggplant today. It's Friday. Is that true? I, it's so weird how men get more Catholic as they get older. I don't think, how is that true? <laughs> I knew you were going <laughs> to. Well, because you make all these, <laughs> you make all these freaking statements like, oh, oh men are like this, you. men do this. Oh, men I hate do. the way that, 
I hate the way that men are like, you know. They, no, it's not they, hating. It's not hating. No, it's, not hating. Not hating. I'm not saying hating at all. It's more just uh, making a declarative statement about. Yeah, me. yeah. It's kind of fun because I know. Men do like, this. It's going to set your alarm off. And so then I like want to. I think it. it's funny. I do think it's funny. But um, it is funny because like my dad or like my dad's friend Bob who are like not religious people at all like right. they will start doing like yeah I gotta do Lent and it's like oh really are you a really practicing Catholic wow incredible I think I think it's more just something to do it's like a little bit of you know because we have so many options all the time we can yeah. do anything anything you want all the time no matter what you have such right. absolute freedom of choice and freedom of movement that it's like even having the smallest thing that gives you some sort of a guideline, I feel like is uh, really, it makes me feel better because I'm like, oh, at least I don't have to think about this. Now I can just be like, oh yeah, I'm, today I'm doing this because I said I would and not live for God or anything more. Just like, well, you know what the truth of the matter is though? I quit sugar for Lent and uh, I like actually feel physically so much better than i ever have really yeah it's so like, much better for your immune system too. oh my god i can't believe it so what I have you sugar. been eating then have you if you do no sugar like you really have to um i'm not doing like, like real no sugar i'm just doing like no no donuts candy no candy no cookies no soda okay, 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 okay. i'll still eat tortillas i still drink beer i just don't have anything that has added sugar and if it has an ingredient of sugar i won't have it have you had any um interesting quarry cocktails i only drink cocktails no. you don't you only drink beer beer and wine yeah I'm really not, i have trouble with liquor because it gets me it hurts me because of my bowels you know oh so what why is that just because it's too extreme yeah i think that's what it is um i don't know i'm also just not like a big cocktail person yesterday i cut down a little uh, bow from a pine tree and i was smelling it i was like I really wanted to have some gin. I was thinking about gin too. Yeah. A gin a and nice, tonic. A gin and tonic or maybe like a gin and grapefruit juice or maybe like Whoa. a gin, gin and lime. Like a gimlet. Yeah, right. Ooh. I love a gimlet. A hundred, <laughs> I'm going to buy some fucking gin. <laughs> <laughs> get a, get some, uh, make sure you get some Tanqueray. Don't get fucking Bombay or Hendrix. Why? Is that bad? Hendrix is just too sweet to be considered like a true gin, and Bombay is also, I think, too sweet. Um, so it's a uh, beef eater is good, but it's kind of cheap. But Tanqueray is the to me Tanqueray so is. True I would have gin. to get beef. I would have to get beef eater. <laughs> but why? Just because it feels like it fits me. It's like five um, bucks cheaper than Tank, but Tank is that to, nice green. When I first moved to New York in twenty thirteen. In 2013, mm -hmm. or I moved there in 2012, and I got this boyfriend way older than me, like 15 years older than me, and he Was all he drank. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is he? What is he? Fifty-six. He... Ah, no, you're sick. And then he would just make Wait, me. Wait, 15 years older than you? Oh, this is in 2013. Okay, sorry. Yeah, or maybe he was 12 or 13 years okay. older than me. And then he would just make, he loved gin and all he drank was gin and tonic. So right. like I'd go to his house and he'd always make me a gin and tonic. And I really, that's like all I think about is when I think of gin is 2013. I used to drink a lot of gin that, around that same time, actually. 
Actually, wow. probably more like 2010, 2009. Maybe 2006, uh-huh. actually, 2006, sorry. God, it's a long time ago. I used to have something called Trunk Bar. I would go to comedy shows, especially this one midnight show they had at the Steve Allen Theater, the Tomorrow Show. I would go there, and I would uh, park in the parking lot and have a little cooler, one of those small coolers that holds maybe like a 12-pack of beer. And I had like three different liquor bottles in there, some ice and cups, and I would make drinks in the trunk of my car. It's called Trunk Bar, and I make these really strong gin drinks and bring them into the show. Wow, that sounds fun. It was very fun. It was truly like very high fun. Um, We have to answer some questions now that were sent in from a listener, uh, Brandon Wells. Do you know Brandon Wells? I don't think so. Uh, He wants us to talk about 9-11. Where were you on 9-11, Blair? Um, I was on my way to, to, my mom was taking, when I first found out, it mm-hmm. was like 5.30 a.m., so it's 8.30 a.m. Eastern time, Right. and my mom was driving me to detention. Okay, cool. School. So what did you think about 9-11? We were like, oh, that's weird, that's cool, that's bad. At first, um, it sounded like I was so disoriented because mm-hmm. it was so early in the morning, and we were listening to talk radio, because my mom always fucking makes us listen to talk radio. John Why and Ken, you- KFI? I think so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I bet she listens to KFI. It sounded like it was an accident, like at right. first, like when they like didn't know what was happening, and mm-hmm. then you know they showed it. And it's so weird how they showed us in school. Like I yeah. remember, like watching it, fucking just um, bam, bam, bam. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I was in a college at Media Productions class, one of the first ones we had, and we sat in the basement lobby of this tv studio and watched it on tv and then they let us all go home yeah and i was Can you growing imagine if you were in new york during that time i mean how cool that would be yeah you're sick it would be fucking crazy be like wow like, are you okay are you okay oh my god where's jeremy oh he's okay cool let's 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 uh have some pills and like oh my god are you okay uh what's no, the love no. oh Okay, no. moving on. Uh, George, <laughs> George Washington, you know about him? This is from Brendan Walsh. Yeah, Brand- Brandon Wells, actually. Oh, Brendan Wells. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, why does Brandon Wells have such a obsession with uh, George Washington lately? I don't know. I think it's because he's, uh, he's at the end of his rope, probably. Okay, moving on. Uh, Michael Jordan, do you think he's still alive? I do, yeah. Okay. Uh, what about obscure sodas? Do you like any obscure sodas? Oh, yeah, a lot of them. Um, like Talk. I like Cactus Cooler. Oh, Cactus Cooler is the best. Yeah, I fucking love Oh, my love God, Cactus Blair, Cooler. that's really cool. I used yeah. to be really into Cactus Cooler. I love Sunkissed. Um, Cactus you know, ha- Cooler is so good, though. Do you know, Mr. I didn't have Cactus Cooler until I moved to L.A. Really? It wasn't available. I had it, and I was really, really, really into it for a while. The first time I had it, I think I went to the uh, – cemetery the hollywood forever cemetery to go look at the graves of a bunch of punk musicians and i had it i bought you one did yeah that is what you would do well, um, back in 2006 yeah yeah what else did you do in 2006 well we could spend a lot of podcasts talking about all the cool shit i did back when i was a young hipster I wonder, yeah, you were the most hipster hipster no i wasn't was. i was not believe me you can say that. Um, you can say that, but I wasn't like doing coke in the daytime and stuff like that. That's true hipster. That's shit. what a, a hipster. I would never know about coke and hipsters. Well, there's a t- there's different types of hipsters. There's like space hipsters, like who are like 
This is every type. There's all types. Is someone at your door? Grub no, hub? I had to find where my. <laughs> okay, how about Manny Petties? You ever had a Manny Petty? Mm-hmm. Will you I have one again? Well, Will I, have... I wish I could, but apparently that's um pan not available in the pandemic. But I think it's going to be done, maybe done for a long time. You know what's crazy? If I did live with someone, like I made, st I look like a beautiful mind in my apartment. Like I have. Can you show me? I know. Come I on. I have posted like everywhere of all my ideas, like right. of all my joke premises and stuff. You have them everywhere or just sort of like in one room? One wall. And then like I have post-its about like all the things I can do for like mental health care. And then... Um, you know what? I'm not much better to be honest. I have a lot of uh, things up like that. Yeah, you have a giant whiteboard. Yeah, but that's just what... You don't see what it's like when you're not here. There's a lot more. I put a lot away when people come oh, over. Oh, so do I have to yeah. hide so much shit. My vision board is out. Like, I was just like, yeah. at least I don't have to hide my fucking vision board, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, are your hands super dry? They are, yeah. Um, do you like Nat I've King changed Cole? the way I've washed my hands completely. Like, Talk about I've it. I've always washed my hands, thank God. Um, As I'm opposed to never washing your hands? I'm not a disgusting man. Like I know a lot of my guy friends never wash their hands, but if I they never. We're talking. What guy friends never wash their hands? I, That's not true. My, I know that. Yeah, my friend Andrew Collin. I know he never washes hands. Yeah, but, but you know some real fucking piece of shit water polo players <laughs> who would like fucking take a dump on their dad's car hood and laugh it off. You know, like kind of guys like that. People who would like, oh my god, look at this frog. I bet I can kill it with my dick. That kind of shit. <laughs> That's funny. Like, oh my God, I pissed, I just pissed on a duck. Blair, Blair, watch, I'm gonna piss on this duck. Oh, oh shit, I lost my sandal on the toilet, fuck. I would never laugh at that. Mikey, Mikey, watch. Seven Mikeys. Mikey, Corey. Corey. Hey, Ben, Corey's here. He just took a huge dump. Oh my God. Oh, dude, don't flush it. Don't flush it. Let oh, me see. God. Um, well, anyways, I wash my hands differently after I wash videos and like how you get washed like under your nails and all this shit. So it's like a very comprehensive surgical process. Wow, Johnny, that is impressive. What? I have really short nails, that's why. But I they're really clean. I suppose, I just said trim them. There's not enough nail, there's nothing to get under there because there's nothing to, there's no shelf. Well, I always wondered why my nails didn't grow and then I realized I was just biting them the whole time. Yeah, yeah, bitch. <laughs> that's what the pandemic has taught me, so. Yeah, nail biting is how you die. Yeah, it actually is. Like, I listened to this, um, in one hour video from a new york city hospital doctor um talking about the virus and mm -hmm. he said really like the point of a mask that he sees the value of a mask is because you won't touch your face and if the virus is primarily transmitted not through coughing but from touching shit and then touching your face is the main way and so he kept saying, like, literally, if you just keep washing your hands and don't touch your face, like, you have a high chance of not getting it. But the mask, a lot of people say the opposite, that wearing a mask can make you touch your face more because you're adjusting it a lot. 
if you're not used to it. Well, that is a theory also. Yeah. I think that everything has been said about it. And <laughs> I think all of it is true to some degree. Well, and it, a lot of info keeps changing. Like a lot has yeah. changed over the last two weeks compared mm -hmm. to even what we thought three weeks ago or in terms of like who had it and who didn't and recovery and all that. Like how Idris Elba doesn't actually have it. Did you hear that? He doesn't actually have it. He's lying. A lot of people I know have had it now. Really? Yeah. How many people do you know who've had it? Um, I mean, like Greta's husband had it. And he lives in LA or was he in New York? He would got it. He thinks he got it coming home from Miami from his bachelor party, which they had to reschedule their wedding till October. Ooh. Yeah. I have to go to two weddings in October now. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of October weddings. Now. I don't know if that's even going to happen though. Everyone's, there's a lot of people being like, Oh yeah, we'll just push it till August, September. It's like, how the fuck do you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, for real, though. I mean, yeah, I guess we don't know anything, but... There's so many things that are so absolutely fucked. It's crazy. Well, well I that's another weird, um, high-concept philosophical question that's being posed to everyone at this exact same moment mm -hmm. in time. Is that really what breeds fear and, like, pain in a lot of people is uncertainty? Oh, and yeah. right now, this is such a heightened thing of just unknown, even though our regular lives are actually also uncertain, but this is just so heightened. Well, it's, I guess it's shining a light on the thing and just to what degree do we think we know what's going to happen and also sort of like, I don't know, how much comfort we take in being able to control certain aspects of our lives. Yeah, you know, and now that's all it's all taken away from us. So when you have like, I think a lot of people, if they can have a little bit of control and something, they feel like they have a lot of control. Like they feel like they're totally in control if they can just have their schedule that they've set up for themselves. They can well, just yeah. do a couple things. They feel like they're in control, even though technically they're not in control whatsoever. They just have an illusion of it. But I think now what's happened is the the illusion of control that most people have has been taken away and so it's oh, like yeah yeah the more structure the more comfort the less you have to think about the more time you have to think about shit right but i've been trying to think about like who do i want to be after this what can i leave behind that doesn't serve me what am i being called to find out right now yeah you know those whole uh yoga or those any type of a zen retreat where you can't talk to someone for like two have weeks have you ever done one i want to do one so bad i haven't done one the kind where it's like no writing no reading the silent meditation yeah that stuff that stuff is uh, a lot of people can't handle it i don't know if i could handle it you know but i mean I, you do you adapt i want to do it though i, I would people, do a start with a five-day one probably yeah but some people bug out because they get it's too much of their mind to handle you know what i mean because like that's what I've been thinking about lately is if I read before bed, how I'm, I'm basically just trying to fill my brain with something to think about until I fall asleep instead of oh, actually having to think yeah. about it. I listen yeah. to a podcast with a sleep timer usually before bed. Yeah. All that kind of I'm stuff. I'm really tired. Right. All that kind of stuff is just like this thing, things we do to, to make sure we have something coming in so we don't have to be alone with the thing that is, the worst here. I know. Are you meditating? Yeah, I'm still meditating. I uh, am too. 
but I've done that for so long now. It's almost like it's, it's such a regular thing that uh, I don't really feel, I don't know. I, I don't think I get the same benefits from, from it that someone who's new to it would get, you know, it's not as novel to me. Mm. So it's, I love it. I also did this breathwork class on Sunday. That was fucking crazy. How long was it? An hour. I did one that was an hour, a guided meditation, a breathing one. It was on this, uh, this website from this company that makes this stuff called mud water. It's like this weird mushroom tea that I drink. And they had a guy do one for a full hour. It was fucking intense. Yeah, this was really intense. And like, I've been being like through, if you do trauma therapy and like, you know, in that whole um, healing world Mm -hmm. a lot, they really push breath work because they say it all gets stuck in your body. And that's like one way to get it out of your body is like physical. It, It bypasses your brain. But they really try to, like, this guy that taught it was so great because he would, like, cry. And, oh, wow. Um, yeah, and it, like, pushes you to re- a lot of people to, like, cry and release emotion. And it's so, like, it was just really cool. It was an online virtual class, and I was laying down on the ground and doing it. And it's, like, really intensive, like, work. Me too. This this feels so similar to the one that I did. It's really interesting how was it, it John Creamy, John Paul no, Creamy? I don't think so, but I mean, I can't. It can't be that much different, right? There's only so many ways you can can skin a cat, right? I mean, yeah, but I'm gonna do it again on Sunday morning, and I can't fucking wait. Yeah, I found it to be this thing where I felt exhausted, but I felt great afterwards. I, I was, felt, I felt incredible. Yeah, it was really, it really weird. It was almost like. I don't know, doing all that breathing. I mean, a couple of times I got really nervous because I felt kind of tingly. Like my oh, hands were tingling my whole body was tingling. It's, felt, they say yeah. that happens, though. I felt like I was tripping balls a little bit. Right. It felt a little bit like some psychedelic experiences I've had that I could see someone who hasn't taken psychedelics kind of having like maybe a, like a little bit of a freak out. Oh, totally. They try to warn you of all that before, uh-huh. but I'm doing it again. I might even like do the teacher training. Ooh. You gotta have a we have to have new jobs in the new new economy. I think I could lead some fucking dope classes. Go down to fucking Venice Beach, surfboard, what's up? Crop tops only, here we go. Oh yeah. I could do it on Zoom too. Yeah, Zoom. God I I hopefully hope it's uh I do hope that stuff ends within the year. You're so lucky you have a dog, Johnny. I want a dog so bad, but I can't have one because my building won't let me. Yeah, I'm lucky to have the dog. The dog is also very happy right now because she can has access to me all the time. So she whines. I play with her sometimes three or four times a day in the driveway. We throw the fucking ball and she just books it. And she gets so much exercise right now. Oh, dogs have never been happier. This yeah. is like truly the highlight of their life. They're getting 24 hours. Yeah. It's like, this is basically how we're supposed to be living. Yeah. This is the height of their lives right now. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen if the internet goes down? I've never would, thought about that. That's going to be, if, if that happened, which is very feasible, it could happen. But let's just say, let's just say the virus gets. very feasible. It's not going to happen. Well, I mean, it's very possible. Oh, why? Because the virus becomes 
so potent that it takes down such a large percentage of the population that the people who are in charge of maintaining the infrastructure for communication can't do it. And we have like, you know, 60% unemployment. Um, we have like just the hospitals are completely and totally overrun. Um, all these healthcare workers start to die because they're being victimized by the virus. Oh my God, most. please. I can't, I don't want to think about that. I'm just thinking about, this is what I think about why I bought, why I bought seeds. Cause I'm like, you know, what I also keep thinking about is how important it is right now to not get hurt, not to like cut your oh. finger, not to fall, like to fall and break something or anything. I know. I like, yeah, yeah. I, this is probably a little gross, too much information, TMI. Definitely should I, say it then. Well, I started thinking, and I don't know if it was because I was high or what, but I started thinking that I had a tampon stuck inside me. And I told, <laughs> I told, I called Rosebud and I was uh, like. Asked her to look? No, I actually would if I needed to, but yeah. I couldn't now. But I was like. I think I have a tampon inside me and she's like, well, did you go, like, did you try to get it out? Like, mm -hmm. did you find anything? And I was like, yeah, I looked and I couldn't find anything. Doesn't that mean it's not there? And okay. she was like, it's just anxiety. Like you would know if you had it one stuck. And then like, I realized like the next day, and this is exactly what happened to me yesterday. Like thinking I had the virus. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's just anxiety. Like you don't have, like you don't have it. And I was like, all right, I don't. But it was really weird. I like obsessed over it for like three days that I had it. Yeah. And that's the other that thing. It's, it's hard because there's so much time to focus on things that are, that are probably not worth focusing on. Well, yeah. And also I was like, oh, oh what am I going to go to the doctor? Like they can't get. And like, I felt the same thing. Like I was carrying a bunch of shit and I like tripped and I was like, oh my God, if I just broke my fucking leg right now, that would be, bad. be so, <laughs> so yeah. bad. Cause you would probably end up getting coronavirus too. You would have whatever happened to you and you'd have, I feel really bad for the street sweepers right now. I do. I, 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 mean, I was like, I almost cried I saw because all these I saw them. tickets. Oh, they're not giving out tickets now. They can't. Really? Yeah, they've released it for the next uh, until like some sometime in April. There's no ticketing. Oh my god, you always know about this stuff. I worried about my parking space. Oh my god, Johnny, guess yeah. what? This is so fucking crazy. I get a notice yesterday that it says that our entire building is getting reconstructed for earthquake retrofitting for the next three months, starting Monday, eight to five construction. How can they do that now? I don't know. I heard my like gnarly 100 year old building manager arguing with the guy screaming at him, but I guess it didn't matter. So they have they to come to your apartment? Their whole building. They're going to be like rebuilding our building for the next three months every day, eight to five. But they, come in, they, don't, they don't come in your apartment. I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But how it'll that just works be so it. loud. It's yeah. going to be horrible. Well, I guess you're going to get up in the morning. I get up anyways. Uh, I'm having trouble shifting my sketch, shifting my time over. Why? You don't need to wake up early. Just rest. I don't like it. I don't like sleeping in now because it feels like the daylight's so precious. Really? Yeah, I do. I don't know why. Have you just... been, oh, you've been outside a lot, though. 
Yeah, but I want to be, I like, I'm outside all the time. I just don't like, um, I don't know. It just makes me feel like a, like a, a louse, even though there's no reason to feel that way. Yeah, it is interesting. Like, you ha- I have a, been like, who am I outside of performing? Like, um, am I able to just feel worthy just doing fucking nothing? Am I allowed to rest or do I have to fucking perform on a hamster wheel? <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. It's like that thing where you have to, I think it's also hard because we don't know when stuff's going to change. So you can't really make any type of a schedule or plan something out as to how, how you know, typically you work at something like, oh, I'll work on this a little bit each day for this type of thing. But you can only do so much up until a point when you have to do stuff that we can't do like you can't you could let's say you could write a whole screenplay and do all the stuff and get funding for a movie and all these things but you can't shoot it so it doesn't matter yeah i'm just trying to like i want to really dive in on a project you should probably been... ret, you should help the guys retrofitting the apartment <laughs> how fucking crazy is that yeah i like, made sauerkraut and i already i've already eaten it how are they not being like, we can delay this three months till this is over? Probably because the fact that they're working at all, they're like, oh, if, we're, if we can work, we're working because no one's working right now. Well, they like bought it saying the city says it's essential because it's earthquake. God, those fucking, those, a bunch of union workers is why. Fucking know. bitches. <sighs> All right. Well, I really got to get going because I got to get in the shower. Sounds good. Yeah, I've been doing super late showers. I don't, I don't know why I do that, but I, have, I probably won't even take, I'm not going to take a shower at all today. You don't have to. You can just rest. Get off the wheel. Okay. I do have to finish painting these things. It'll only take 10 minutes. <laughs> all right, Blair. All right. It's been a great podcast. Thanks for listening yeah. to this podcast that Blair and I have recorded. I'll probably, <laughs> I'll probably put a little wraparound on this to make it, you know, nice and smooth and good. Good luck to you. Yeah, good luck. I'll talk soon. Stay safe. Don't break anything. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Blair.